0: Welcome back to Chair Shot Radio. It's Thursday and it's me, Mag. So that means it's time for another episode of Five Rounds Fallout. Uh, yet again, uh, my tag team partner, Ray, is out on assignment. So you have just got lonely on me today. Um, but before we get into the, the UFC news, uh, I just wanted to touch on something I don't usually touch on here on uh, Five Rounds. And that's the, uh, the Euro... Uh, 2020. Uh, obviously, um, England made it to the final. Historically, never made it to the haven't made it to the final of a tournament in 55 years, uh, and unfortunately, we fell at the last hurdle, losing uh, to pen, uh, losing to Italy on penalties after a 1-1 uh, draw in full-time. Uh, great performance uh, by the team throughout the tournament. It's just we fell into the the trap of uh, l- giving Italy a little bit too much respect, too much time on the ball, uh, too much uh, chances to press those. Um, we scored a great goal at the beginning. Uh, Well-worked uh, and good finish by Luke Shaw. But uh, ultimately, uh, and well done to Italy, uh, they were the better team on the day. And uh um, some poor decision made perhaps in the penalty takers, uh, but case sera, sera uh, as the Italians would say. <laughs> so let's get into uh into the UFC news. Um, so yeah we just had UFC 264 this weekend. Uh, the main card had five fights. I uh, started with uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley um, who I've likened to uh, a Walmart version of Conor McGregor. Uh, he uh, picked up the the third round uh, knockout victory. Very controversial knockout victory uh, seen as the person he knocked out Chris Martino who uh, took the fight on 10 days notice and uh, was formerly working in a in a paint can factory he was uh, still active and working and on his on his feet and um whilst uh, the ref uh herb dean jumped in to stop the fat. Uh, at the time i thought it was very very weird very early stoppage and uh, whilst uh, over over the last couple of days i can kind of understand why because uh sugar sean put up damn near record-breaking numbers in terms of uh, uh, headshots and significant strikes and even uh, um, the accuracy... (laughs) It was just weird that uh, Chris was still, like I said, still on his feet, still, um, still active, still throwing shots. Uh, but I can understand now why it was stopped. Uh, the guy was not going to win the fight, obviously, and it, it was better to uh, save that extra thirty seconds of, uh, of punches to the face. And he uh, was he was sent straight to a hospital afterwards. Uh, so it's uh, it was quite understandable, really. Next, we had uh, Irene Aldana getting the the brutal knockout of Yana uh, Kunitskaya. Uh, great finish. Uh, Kunitskaya looking very, very dangerous in the in the opening few minutes, but uh, Irene using those boxing skills to uh, to perfection, landed the 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 one knockout hook. Uh, absolutely ko and Yana uh, Kunitskaya, and it's a great victory then we had ta tuvasa who uh became a legend here in the mag's household um we have made no bones about the fact we uh have a uh, a hatred of uh, greg harder uh this is a a spousal abuse um just his attitude and it, it's just he's just a terrible terrible human being so, to see uh, Tata Vassa, uh almost get knocked out, but then uh, deliver that killer shot, and put Greg Hardy to sleep, uh, it was just, it made, really made our day. And uh, yeah, it was just fun to see Greg get a whooping like, he's, like he so deserves. Um, maybe that'll be the end of the Greg Hardy experience. Hopefully so. Then we got a, uh, a core main event which did not go down well with the crowds, uh, Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson, very much a kind of like a chess match of a, of a, of a contest. Uh, Gilbert uh, obviously uh, wanted to wrestle. Stephen Thompson wanted to use that karate style, uh, kind of like uh, nullified each other. Um, Gilbert Burns doing uh, way more in terms of work, in terms of control, uh, was able to snuff out um, Stephen Thompson on his way to a decision victory. And then the main event, the the fact that attracted all the all the viewers. I mean, the celebrities were all in in force. Sixty thousand people in force. Uh, essentially, uh, a crowd full of Conor McGregor fans. And there's n- there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. He brings uh, he brings eyes to the product, and hopefully those fa- those fans will stick around and maybe uh, become actual MMA fighters, uh, fans. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't particularly happy with Connor's uh, uh, actions in the, uh, the pre- and post-fight, to be fair. He was very derogatory towards um, Dustin's family Um it's almost like he knew that this was make or break for him. Kind of over the last few fights with him, only going one and four in in the last three or four years. Is uh, a lot of the kind of like the mystique and the shine has come off Conor McGregor, and he really needed to kind of be the Conor of old. And for me, I felt like the the antics he he had uh, in promoting this fight uh, instead of being. Uh, classic Connor they almost felt like a, a tribute act like he was he didn't really um, he wanted to like kind of turn up the notch and and be uh, as as uh, outlandish as he possibly could to the point where he's actually being inf- offensive and and, and Quite threatening. I mean, there were points where he was saying he was going to murder the guy. Uh, the points where he was saying that uh, Dustin's wife was in was in his DMs and that she was cheating on him and that he was uh, uh, the wife was the 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 boss of the family. Uh, things that really got up Dustin's nose, and Dustin's not the kind of person who kind of like gets bothered by that. But uh, yeah, he, you could see it really, really affected him. But getting to the fire and uh, Connor uh, for. Uh, all his uh, his faults in the in the in the trash talking, he actually started really brightly with the leg kicks. Um, but when um they weren't doing the damage that he was hoping they would do. Uh, and Dustin went in for the takedown, was able to get Connor on the floor. Um, it kind of went south pretty quickly for him. Um, he he attempted the two things he said that he wouldn't attempt in the in the in the uh, pre-fight uh, press conference. He said he wouldn't attempt for submissions. Uh, he said he wouldn't attempt for tippy-tapping leg kicks. And yet they were his two best weapons really, because he he went for the guillotine a couple of times. Uh, wasn't able to fully lock it in, but was certainly a threat. Landed some uh, elbows from the bottom, some up kicks, but all in all, uh, when he was on the ground, he got absolutely put on by uh, Dustin Poirier. Uh, with about uh, 15 seconds to go, he was able to, to scramble to get back up off his feet, uh, went to throw uh, a kick, and his ankle uh Placement looked looked wonky. Uh, when he went to put pressure back on it, uh, his leg essentially just snapped uh, just above the ankle. The the uh, and tibia, uh, fibula and tibia, both apparently snapped. Um, he made it to the end of the round. He took still took a, a brutal whooping off, off Justin, made it to the end of the round, but obviously with a, a broken bone like that, it had to be a doctor stoppage. He was not happy about that. You could see that the anger in him was still there. He was carried on the trash-talking, kind of... It felt a lot like sour, sour grapes from Conor McGregor. Uh, but I think in hindsight, he's actually probably glad the... the that went the way it did um, because if he would have lost without controversy with uh, uh, and got handily beaten like he was, like what was happening to him, then it was probably done for him uh, the, uh, in terms of at least getting to the top of the, the pile. Obviously, the money farts would have still been there, but uh, if you want to be called the very best in your division i think that would have been eluding him from now on because it would have been two losses in a row to dustin poirier um he, he would have essentially become um the jorge masvidal or the the nate diaz of that division where he was the money fat. Uh, which uh, as much as connor loves money i think he also loves uh, recognition and accolades so enhance out I dare say the fact that the fight ended in the way it did, it gives him that out to perhaps get a rematch, uh, because the the victory obviously is a little bit tainted, uh, and he it may actually look out for him because in that time uh Dustin may have picked up a victory against uh, Charles Oliveira. May have reclaimed uh, that uh, lightweight title, and Connor may be able to uh, to uh, get to the back to the top of the division and become UFC champion again. Um, so let's just take a pause now. We'll do a little bit of uh, housekeeping. Uh, get some uh, advertisements in for uh, for pro wrestling teas. Uh, where you can buy some amazing merchandise from from the guys here at, at chair shop including a, a T-shirt in soft style for the amazing Miranda Morales. Uh, you can get Jesus Did The Job. You can get hashtag journalism. Uh, or you can get Baron Corbin Sucks, which is ironic. Uh, but yeah, uh, go and check out prowrestlingtees.com slash thechairshot to go and uh, pick up some of our amazing merchandise. Thanks for that, and welcome back. Uh, Yeah, definitely go and check out uh, our pro wrestling T shop. It helps keep the lights on here and helps provide all this amazing content from these guys and gals over here at Chairshot Radio, where we provide you with the best in sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. So time to uh look into a little bit of the financials of this pay-per-view and obviously with this being a, a numbered pay-per-view and a conor mcgregor pay-per-view the uh the numbers are a little bit higher than what we've spoke on in recent shows uh so firstly we'll go to the uh the, uh, compliance pair um, it was uh, full payout by Venom uh, the the new sponsor was 226000 uh, I just before I actually get into the rest of the numbers uh, that uh, the crypto.com sponsorship apparently for UFC this is a deal that is worth $65 million a year but yet no, the fighters' uh, compliance pay does not rise at all um, absolutely shocking by uh, by UFC that uh, the fighters are not getting any recompense uh, especially when you think back to when fighters used to have uh, patches and uh, sponsors all over their kit and now that's uh, gone out the window they're, uh, they're earning way way less than the potential earnings they had from these sponsors and yet uh, UFC make 65 million a year from having uh, essentially a shirt sponsor it's uh, quite disgusting really um, but anyway we're not here to uh, to talk that, we're here to talk uh, a bit of figures, uh, so again the, the amazing team over at salaries.com have uh, broken down uh, some of the the uh, estimated figures um, so they are going for, uh, they have to obviously make a, f- a few assumptions um, one of the assumptions is that they, uh going off Dana White's uh, uh talking the pre-fight and the post-fight press conferences he said that they were on target to beat uh the the numbers that they got for uh Conor versus Parrier two. so uh MMA salaries have estimated that they got 1.8 million uh domestic bars uh because the the first fight drew one point six, they're also um, saying that Conroe Greger gets a uh, times five the standard uh, pay per view points uh, for for uh, the the bars and Dustin Poirier gets just the the regular standard pay per view points. They're the only two on the card that get uh, get paid for the pay per view bars. Um, so the total payout to the fighters, including. Everything which is a fat purse, pay per view points, uh, the win bonuses, and the performance bonuses, and the compliance pay uh, was 30.4 million. So looking through some of uh, some of the the names on the show, we'll start with Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um, he has a base salary of ninety thousand and then a win bonus of ninety thousand. He then picked up a performance bonus of seventy-five, and his sponsorship uh, compliance pay was six for a total of two hundred and sixty-one thousand. Um, now compare that to when he last fought, uh, which was against Thomas Almeida um he made an uh 175,004 for that uh victory so he's made a good 90,000 on what he what he would normally earn so uh, a great day at the office for 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 Sugar Sean O'Malley so let's look at Greg Harder, who uh, lost to Tatavasa. He uh, his base pay was a hundred thousand. Obviously, didn't pick up a, a win bonus, uh, and he got his six thousand. Uh, dollars sponsorship uh, bonus so he came out with a hundred and six thousand the person who uh whooped his ass tosa he picked up forty thousand base salary with a forty thousand win bonus he then got that knockout of the night bonus seventy five thousand uh and then a six thousand uh sponsorship bonus for a total of one hundred and sixty one thousand uh the only other fighter outside the main event to score more than a quarter of a million was Gilbert Burns. He had a base salary of 120,000 with a win bonus of 120,000. Uh, his sponsorship uh compliance pay was 16,000, so he scored 256,000 uh, dollars. His opponent, Stephen Thompson, uh he had a, a heftier base salary of 150,000. Obviously, no win bonus. And then a sponsorship uh, pay of 16,000. So he got 166,000. I mean, still not bad pay to say uh, you lost a fart. But the big money was obviously in uh, the main event. So we'll start with. Uh, the winner ironically because obviously he's uh he's not Con mcgregor uh so dustin poirier got the he has a base salary of 1.5 million per um per fat but with no um extra pay for for winning he uh the estimated 1.8 million uh, bars equates to 3.6 million um payout for for him so uh add that to his sponsorship money of twenty one thousand dollars for being um uh, a long-term ufc fighter and also in a main event uh his total payout was 5.121 million so let's get to uh the big dog conor mcgregor uh his base salary is five million again with no win bonus uh Even if he had one in his contract, he obviously didn't win. Uh, With the payouts being set at 1.8 million, his pay per view uh, payout estimate was 18 million, uh, with a sponsorship of 11,000 for the compliance pay, uh, giving a grand total of 23 million and eleven thousand uh, dollars not bad going uh, for first i mean that pays for some quality surgery on a on a broken ankle uh but yeah conor mcgregor um has pulled over 20 million looking into uh into some of his uh of his earnings it's it's i don't think it's his biggest earning uh that was obviously the the fight against um habib Whereas uh, salary was actually a lot lower, uh, it was at 2.9 um, million, but with the per bars of 2.4 million, that gave him an estimated payout of 25.5 million just on the on the on the um, per view bars, and a total of 28.4 million for for uh, all all the money from from that fat. The the fat just previously uh, that Connor lost to uh, Dustin Poirier at UFC 257 uh, that drew 1.6 million uh, bars which gave him a, a 15.5 million pay-per-view payout uh, 10,000 for his sponsorship and a 5 million base which gave, gave him 20.51 million payout and it's actually his fourth payout over 10 million uh the last one was was uh hit the fight just before the dustin poirier one um the uh the win against donald Cerrone, where he drew uh 15.4 million um so yeah um win lose or draw the guy is making absolute bank um so he's uh There's every reason why he wants to to keep fighting because it's a hell of a lot of money there. Um so let's look forward to next week. Next week we have uh UFC we have Makachev versus Moises in the uh in the main event. Um islam makachev essentially trying to be the take the place of uh, his teammate and one of his best friends uh habib nermogomedov uh, at the top of the lightweight division uh, 19 and one uh, everybody's absolutely terrified of fighting the amount of fighters ducking him is absolutely unreal but uh, fair play to tiago moises for for taking up that that uh, that fight um and then in the comment event we've got the return of cupcake misha tate uh, she's taking on marion renault in the women's banterweight so definitely tune in to five rounds to hear the action and then tune in to five rounds fallout next week uh to hear a bit of the breakdown but that's all from me today um so enjoy the rest of uh, Chairshot Radio, we've got amazing shows all week, uh, Monday all the way through Sunday, so definitely keep your eye out on that and then also check out the the rest of the main shows people like uh, Bandwagon Nerds, Pod of War, DWR, just bringing amazing content uh, day in, day out here on Chairshot, but remember we always have a rule here and that is that you must always use your head (laughs)